0: Feedback, information about reactions to a product, a person's performance of a task, which is used as a basis for improvement. That is the definition of feedback. What we're gonna jump into today and talk about is how to provide and receive feedback as an employer or an employee to your coworkers, to people that you are um, with every day in your business and ways to utilize feedback to improve performance of yourself or performance of others around you in your business. Um, And if you think about it, you can relate to this through Yelp, Google reviews. That's all feedback. You gotta take it. Look at it, look at yourself, see what um, what there's room for improvement on, and make it happen. So we'll jump in and talk a little bit about it, and um, we would love for you to share this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. Thanks, guys.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back to another fantastic, educational, inspirational, some would say life-changing edition of The EJ and I'm with uh, Chelsea, and we brought along our friend, Dr. Brandon. Here I am. And so, uh, how are you guys doing?
2: Awesome, man. Really good. Child, yeah. June uh, 1 today.
1: I, I, June 1. I heard rumor that it was. Holy smokes. Yeah.
0: Half the year's now, now. It feels Obviously like it's summer now.
1: Up. We get to celebrate fatherhood here in a couple of weeks.
0: Oh, the cool yeah. Thing. And yeah. more importantly, the birth of me in four days.
1: Anywho, the birth to... of Chelsea. <laughs> Well, the birth of Chelsea and fathers will be celebrated in June, so we're excited about that. (laughs) What a month. But we do have other topics today to talk about, and we're going to throw out a single word that I think is so pivotal in your business for you to implement, study, read about. and We'll give you a couple of resources as well, and that is... Feedback. There it is. That's correct. So we're going to talk about feedback today, uh, specifically with employees, but maybe in general, just feedback on what that means, what to do with it, why some people are scared to death of it, why others thrive on it, and uh, something you need to certainly look into and consider as you're running your business, no matter what that business is. So uh, let's start it here. Either of you can take the take the reins, but where are we going to start this conversation and what's topic or what side of feedback we're going to start with?
2: Um, I got one. I was, I was reading an article. Um, I'm going to get the book because I really want to even read it more. I like the article I read. Jason Laurenstein, I, I didn't know the guy. Um, he talks about feedback was originally meant for like back in the 1900s when they had factory jobs. So factory jobs were set up to create uh, human being teams that could handle massive loads of work. You just create this army of people knocking out manufacturing during that, during that time period. So then feedback on that was based on their performance and how they did and how many units did they produce, all that type of stuff. Um, Feedback is good in that sense, but he argues that while those jobs don't exist anymore, we still kind of use some of those same feedback characteristics, techniques, testing, meetings to give feedback today, and maybe that doesn't fit quite as well. Um, I resonated a lot with that statement. I'm looking forward to reading his book a bit more because I agree. I think some of the methods that we had used previously to give people feedback on hey how you doing am i doing a great job boss aren't as relevant today as maybe they were a long time ago
1: yeah so just pulling up a a quick the definition of feedback right is is information about reaction to a product comma a person's performance of a task etc then the key part here is which is used as a basis for improvement and so i think one of the biggest misnomers of feedback is the last part which is it's, sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative, sometimes it's benign, but it's all in the name of getting better. It's all in the name of how to improve. And really in our world, entrepreneurs, business owners, it's in the name of how to enhance that experience for those wonderful clients that come in and pay your bills. And that's what feedback's all about is people have to know where they're at to get better. So don't dread it, guys. I mean, if you're not doing something good, you want to know about it so you can improve upon it. If you're doing something great you want to know about it so you can celebrate it but you got to find a way to get that feedback and if you're the owner find a way to give that feedback
0: yeah i think a lot of people like do get scared about feedback but it could have a lot to do with it the way that it's delivered too i think that's a huge part of it um i love getting feedback positive and negative because like you said i like to know areas i'm doing great at things i could get better at and then if you can even follow up the feedback with ideas and input from maybe other teammates or you know, other people who have also um, kind of reviewed the, the person's performance, that I think helps you to know where to go from too.
1: I would say having, I mean, of course, being on both sides of feedback, I mean, we are all, were employees at one point. And, but I mean, you know, I've been on the side of giving the feedback recently and career-wise. I would say a little secret people don't know is the person that's giving the feedback also dreads that conversation. Like if it's not positive feedback, and I had one as recent as today, you dread it. Like you don't want to give someone negative feedback because it's not a positive conversation. It's not fun. But if you do it in the name of improving that person, allowing them to get better, and really because you respect them at such a level that you're going to be honest with them. You're not just going to pretend it doesn't happen and just move on your way. That, that's not fair to that person either. So one person may dread hearing it. The other person dreads saying it. But yet after it's out in the open, it does nothing but enhance that relationship and the performance of that person that received that feedback. Yeah, I would that's, say. A, that's a
2: great point from the feedbackers perspective. Of, I don't like to give it either. Um, so he, th- th- in this article, this guy had, had stated, and I don't know if I necessarily agree with this. He said, I mean, it's, it's almost like a reaction of a fight or flight reaction, or if you see a bear, you're like, Holy crap, I'm going to run, kick it into gear. Some people mm-hmm. get that emotional about getting feedback. I don't know about giving it, but getting it. Cause they're, they're worried about what you're going to say as a boss or judging them or however, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think it's that way, but I, for some, I think they, they are scared of it. And I, I just was trying to put that in my own head to be conscious of that as I give feedback to people that do work for me or with me that, man, they're scared of this sometimes.
1: Well, so here's a question for you guys. So how do people handle, let's say it is the feedback isn't great. Let's say you're, you're going over a weakness that you have or a bad performance that you have. Well, how should you take that feedback? How should you literally at that moment, what do you listen to on that feedback and how should you respond to it?
2: Like if, like if you were giving me feedback, say yeah, how yeah, do I listen yeah, to that? Yeah. I, I'm like Chelsea I love it I kind of I want to know like hey what did I do good on that what could I have improved on that I like to look for opportunities for growth I think that's as you how as you grow as a person um, so I'm with Chelsea I, I like that I enjoy that I just don't think some some do but for me I'm like yeah cool tell me what, what could I have done better there that, that's great yeah I
0: I've worked for two different like people who have given me feedback in two different ways and one was much more aggressive um, I worked in this restaurant and the manager owner she was a terrible people person and her feedback was always just like negative, And like, she always talked down to you, which for me, I would always just get a little defensive because I was like, hold on. I don't feel like you have any ground to be speaking on. Like the stuff she was telling me was just like irrational and out of control, honestly. But I, I'm not like very sensitive. So I just kind of like have my thick skin, let it bounce off and keep doing my job but then when people come to me with feedback, which has been most of the people I've worked with um, in my life, they'll come back with feedback, ideas on how to get better, reasons why they think maybe my performance wasn't up to par or could have been better. And that to me is like really helpful. I think that's you know, how people grow. And I also try to be very strategic when I'm giving feedback feedback. Um, and this actually started back in my days of role playing as a CA practicing, you know, stuff with patients and other CAs just kind of sandwiching um, constructive criticism between two compliments because you can always find something positive that people are doing in their in their job. Well, I would say 90% of the time you can find something positive or something they're good at, but I think it's good to let them know they're doing okay or good at some things but here's some area for growth, you know.
1: Yeah, I would say. Well, quick point: if you can't find something someone's doing positive in their job, please fire them immediately because there's yeah. got to be a factor of <laughs> what's going on. The yeah. bigger thing I wanted to say was to your point. I think people, um, you you sense intent. Like when someone's going to sit you down and have constructive criticism, take it back to like father son or mother daughter or you know father daughter whatever you know that the intent of your parent is, is for your best interest. Even though you're pissed at the moment, you freak out, you don't question that that person is actually doing that for your safety or the betterment of you. I think the same with a boss. If you know a boss is genuinely sitting you down, and, and, and this is like way back to like leadership of your employees and, and how to manage your employees, but you should have built up credibility before now by giving them compliments hey, you're great mm-hmm. at this. Hey, great job on that. Man, you were so good at this. Hey, real quick, can we talk? I want to talk to you about how that phone call went though because that wasn't your best. Like, let's talk through that. No one's offended by that, right? right? Because you know that person, they give you good, they give you the bad, they're just there for it. But if someone just waits six months, then just blast you, right? With a bunch of irrational things that are more based on their mood uh, than, than your performance. Yeah, I mean, your first response is to be like, uh, no, we're not. we're not going to take that. And you get defensive. Now the one spot though, if you are a good manager and you did give feedback along the way and you are sitting down and then you wanna give feedback and then the person's defensive and makes excuses, that's a negative. And mm-hmm. that's a big, big red flag on the employee because they're not willing to take ownership. And if it's someone did this, someone else did that, that's their fault, that's their fault, that's not my fault, then, then they're not ready to grow. And you've got to break through that barrier. And this is tough with some people and they've got to be like, you know what? yeah. And, and, and you guys both just said it like you're you're willing to look at yourself and be like, yeah, maybe I could have done that differently. Right. And we all if you don't say that, we all get better. We, none of us has got it mastered. Right. So we all have to get better. But if you really think like, nah, that's not my fault. Not my fault. Not my fault. It is your fault. Right. Take ownership of it and, and, and take the, cons- the, the, the the criticism constructively easy for me to say, but then you're going to allow yourself to get better and better and, and have a good conversation. Otherwise it just sets the relationship off to a really shitty path.
2: I think you said something important there. It's, it's okay to still do 90 day reviews, year reviews, like, like larger reviews, where you sit down and actually really pour some effort, some time, some thought into what that person is doing for you and your organization. But if there's not like moments of truth along the way where you're having little compliments or little, um, Complaints about people are talking through those meetings weekly. Then all of a sudden, it turns in like what Chelsea said. We got six months later, you're bringing up every little nitpicky thing that was there. I don't think anyone responds well to that. So if you put those little moments in there, I think then the 90-day review is still impactful. The year review is still impactful. Yeah, it kind of just encompasses it all together.
1: Well, and I think like sorry, Chelsea, but so to feedback is ongoing. So if feedback to you is a review, then you've got it all wrong. Feedback is a daily occurrence. And so in our offices, if a doctor is running a clinic and it's seeing, say, 150 patients a day, there's so many different transactions that occur on a daily basis between front desk and patients and therapists and patients and doctors and therapists. It's all over the place. And so there's probably a thousand different forms of feedback that should go on daily. That was great. That wasn't. How do we get better? What should we do? How was I? Asking for feedback is important as well. So, I mean... don't wait for 90 days, six months. Yes. Those are like, you're going to get a review. You're not, you're going to get promoted. You're not like, I get those need to happen. It's more of a reminder, by the way, sit down and listen to your employees. But on the other side, it's got to be happening daily because feedback has got to be something that you grow with on a daily basis. Certainly not on a biannual basis. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it'd be cool as a leader of like, say an office or, you know, a manager of a restaurant to, try to give like one positive and one potential for growth or negative feedback um, opportunity, like per employee per day, like just little comments, like you said, just in passing, even like that was great. Or Hey, next time, do you mind doing it this way instead? Cause I think it'd be more efficient or whatever like that. What about, what about people who are like really good workers, but don't take feedback very well. Like they get naturally just get kind of defensive. Cause I feel like there have been some of these people in, in different like Work environments that I've experienced, where they just like don't really take feedback super well. They get naturally just kind of don't think it's their fault, or always have something to say, or turn it around.
2: I think you have how to be creative on how you tell them that feedback. Um, one thing I learned from you, Jason, just one thing I haven't learned. About, there's been two. This, <laughs> is, this, is, this on. is one of the. two. Yeah, yeah there was um, golf. No, there's definitely uh, <laughs> one thing, and you do, you actually did it this morning. You do it very well. You give them feedback in a story format so you make it a personal story or in some type of story that they don't even know you're necessarily giving them feedback you're just kind of telling them something you've experienced um mm-hmm. today you were talking about when we greet patients when we greet people we'd love for them to just have this smile on their face as soon as they walk in the door and you went back to some restaurant story which he always does Typical. right yep. a restaurant story of, of, of how to greet people when they come in and you were so you're giving the team feedback on like hey that you you guys kind of sucked on your. You know, your hellos to people when they first come in. So instead of saying that, he put it into this story about, hey, when I used to run restaurants, we teach our teams how to blow the people out of the water when they first stepped in our door, just looking to get a dinner for two. So I think that's a way to do it. People don't even necessarily know you're giving them feedback. You're just like telling this personal story. And then pretty soon they're kind of laughing and listening to what you're saying. And they just took your feedback, whether they knew it or not
0: yeah kind of just like planting little seeds that they're like oh that's good i should try that or i should do that yeah yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. not you but other people have benefited from that so um but i think that the other thing is ask them so (laughs) if i see someone's kind of like crossing their arms and like give me a break i'm like you know i can tell you're not responding to the way i'm giving feedback how do you prefer i give you feedback And, Mm -hmm. and put the put the ball in their court so they have to be like well i don't i don't do well with people yeah great i'm not yelling at you so but you're still not very you know open to it so what's the best way? Is it an email? Is it talking? Do you want to be in, in a private area? Would you rather be out in public? Like, I mean, where do you want to be so I can give you feedback? I need to know, is your boss the best way to do so? But it's important for me that you take that uh, constructively and it's a it's a positive, not a negative. So please let me know the best way you respond. And it's yeah. the same as coaching. If you're coaching somebody, I ask my docs all the time, how do you like to be coached? Because, you know, by nature, I'm a football coach. I like to grab your face mask, and scream and yell, and people that respond to that get super fired up and then run out on the field and and do great things. That's awesome. Other people just break down and cry, right? And and they're not a football player. They hate that. They think you're mean and rude. So I learned long ago, not everyone is a football player, right? You'll have your linebackers that want to be screamed at, and then they'll go out and do amazing things. But majority of people don't. And so for them, I'm like, and it's one of the first questions I ask anytime I have a doc that I'm working with, how do you like to be coached? What do you respond to? Do you like motivation? Do you like you know, uh, yelling and, and firing you up? Or is that not your thing you'd like to, you know? So I, I think people know best and if they don't even know, then there's no answer. And they have to self-reflect on how I'm gonna get feedback. And so that's that's their, their problem to figure out, not mine.
2: I think that's pretty similar with kids. And you guys can probably relate to this too about how you uh, discipline or talk mm-hmm. with your kids. I, I find that same thing. like. In, Whatever I say to Tristan doesn't necessarily work with Canon, mm-hmm. Certainly doesn't work with Harper. So you got to mix no. it up, almost like an employee too. <laughs> Does it work with Rebecca? Never. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. You're right.
0: She grabs Brandon by the face mask. She's like, "Listen up." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen up. No, I agree, and I think with kids too is I'd love still asking the question of like, "What would you do if you're in my position right now?" Yeah. Because I'd love for them to just watch, even when oh, they're young. Hated when my
0: mom out. asked me that. Hated but that.
1: I, mean, I think- <laughs> Parenting is if your kid, all they need to know is you're disappointed in them, then you're doing a great job as a parent, because they actually care about that. Yeah. And yeah. so that's the best way to parent. Um, I hate taking stuff away. I mean, you've done it. We've all done it. You're taking this away, and you're not taking, here's, give me your phone, give me your PlayStation. But it's not fun for the parent. It's the same as we talked about earlier. Giving feedback isn't fun mm-hmm. for the person giving it either when it's negative. You don't want to take things away. You want you want to have a good relationship with your kid. So I'd love to ask him, what would you do now if they come up with some bullshit answer? That's like, no, that's <laughs> that that punishment doesn't fit the crime. Then I don't think so. But at least they're thinking through. Like, yeah, that was a bonehead move on my part, and, and I understand the repercussions that are coming my way. So it's a good way to. Yeah, point. I know we. Um, I always
0: came up with worse worse uh, punishments than my my mom's. Like, ooh, I wouldn't have done that, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was just gonna ground you for a week, but two weeks, all right, sounds fair. And I would be like, you're dang okay. it. But I think that's true. Like I think people who like feedback are a little bit harder on themselves than maybe the person giving them feedback too. So like just asking and finding out, you know, what what areas they want feedback in and how they want it and stuff too. I think that's good advice.
2: One thing I think is important, sometimes maybe easy to overlook is you're you're like Jason, you were talking about all the things on a day to day basis. We gotta do this, we gotta do this, there's that. There's a reminding people about the bigger vision, the bigger goal too, um, as to why all of those things are important. Why is it important to greet someone when they first come in the door or to greet someone with a warm welcome on the telephone, back to the whole entire mission of your of your business, your practice, whatever it is, uh-huh. um, to really remind them, this is why we're looking at all those little critiques and, and really analyzing and giving you feedback so we can accomplish this larger mission. So that, that I think always important to remember.
1: Yep. Yeah, for sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn the page completely. So here's another way to get feedback that I think is so important, completely different than employee feedback. So I don't know if this fits into the book or not, but the biggest form of feedback is your numbers. And so the numbers are your report card of your business. It's the letter grade of what's going on. And so no matter what you think or feel, oh my God, things are falling apart or, oh my God, things are going so well. Your numbers will tell you exactly how they're going. And so it's why we have, you know, the, the docs and the owners in our company, they present numbers. They know their numbers cold because numbers don't lie in the world of business. And it, it's, it's ruthless in some ways because of that, but it's fantastic. And so understanding what the numbers mean, different conversation, different call, because you need to know what the hell they mean and what to fix either. And if you don't, then that's one big issue you got to figure out. But if you're not even running the reports to see exactly what your numbers are. And I'm talking conversion percentages and I'm talking, you know, uh, certainly income and all that stuff coming in is important, your growth of your practice, but you need to understand it all. And so big feedback for owners is understand your numbers and take time every week, every month to analyze those, understand those, and then make changes to watch your numbers grow. So what are your thoughts on numbers as feedback?
2: Interesting you say that on today because it's, uh, we we do, it's called Black Tuesday. We do it uh, every first Tuesday of the month happened to be today. So Mm -hmm. we had some of these calls this morning, even um, where we did just that people go through those and, and and it wasn't even just like having the numbers in the spreadsheet and looking at them, I can read, but teaching the doctor, what's that mean? What's that mean when you have this percentage of conversions, this much profit, this much loss, Mm -hmm. this much overhead, Mm -hmm. we're really helping them to understand because you're right. All things said, numbers level the playing field. And it's just we're all using the same models, same systems in our in our program anyway. So how are you performing? Well, your numbers tell you that.
1: Yeah. And so here's what you hear all the time. So it, when I have docs that are not in our company that ask for help, you ask a couple of questions. You know, you want to see, you know, like where's your practice at? I'm just trying to get a general tip, dip my toe in the water and kind of figure out where they're at. And, you know, they'll be like, Well, I, I don't track that, or usually it's I don't I don't know that. I'm like well it's you know it's important to understand that well it's not about that for me it's about changing patients lives for me like i don't care like great but you can't change any lives if your doors are closed right right if your landlord locks your front door you're not changing anyone's life within that you know office anyway so people take it the wrong way and they get defensive right away of like well it's not about that for me it is so about that for you because when people see a value when people uh, would gladly pay for a service you offer then you're going to do very well financially. You can't help it. It's a byproduct of providing a service for your community. It doesn't matter what it is. It's why Amazon does so well. It's why McDonald's does well. It's why bottled water does well. Like it doesn't matter if you agree with it, like it, whatever. It does well because people want it. And that's why they're buying it. And that's why it's growing like crazy. So the same thing, understand your numbers. Don't take it the wrong way. I get It's not about that. In our profession, chiropractic is absolutely about changing the lives of patients, but when I'm very successful and I do very well financially, I can change a lot more lives. Vanessa and I did very well financially in our practice, and we're able to do a lot of things right now with those resources, whether we donate money to certain causes we believe in or help the company grow or help other young docs open a practice, it allows you to do cool things. So don't negate even if you think that's not your thing, it's your thing. And if it's not, it needs to become your thing. And you got to find a coach that helps you find what numbers to track and how to analyze those is essential.
2: But by the way, that works both ways. Numbers aren't always just to point out weaknesses. I, Big I've, time. I've at times had people been like, I just suck. I'm not very good. And I look at their numbers, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You're, yep. you're on pace right now to possibly break the record for yep. the best month ever in the history of our company. You're doing just fine. Yep. But they didn't realize it. They don't know that like, holy cow, that's, I'm doing really well. They thought the emotions, the feelings of their practice were a guiding force when the numbers were telling a different story. So
0: I think numbers are, are good, a good motivating feedback for employees too, depending on what you're, you know, in what business you're in. But even when I was a server, a bartender, we would have different contests and we would track our sales for the night. And, you know, if you had the highest liquor sales, you got whatever gift card, or you got an extra 50 bucks or something. Or if you had, you know, the highest food sales or a specific item, even like maybe the special that night, whoever sold the most of the special, you know, got something or whatever. And, and as a CA and, you know, one of our offices that we also tracked our numbers as the CA, we, we tracked like you know, our financials, we tracked the monthly collections. There's a lot of things that I think provide you um, detailed feedback as an employee, not just as the owner too. So if you're not using it with employees, I think it can be, again, for the right person, I think it can be a big motivator.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of things. I mean, I, I'm thinking through a lot of things now that don't fit into that, that box we're talking about, because numbers to me in our world are everything. But, you know, like I said, like so grades, for instance, like some people grades is so important and they like to hear that letter or that percentage. And, you know, did I get straight A's and all that? And, and that's really important to other kids. They don't, it doesn't matter. They want to jump through the hoops, right. And they want to get through school essentially so they can get out and do what they want. Uh, it's things, it's tough things like art, for instance, you know, it's hard to put a letter grade on art because it's so like, you don't know, is this grade? Is it not? And of course school puts a grade on it. They put a grade on everything, you know, which is really a biased opinion, essentially, usually of the teacher, I guess. Uh, is that art good or is that art not? But eventually when you get through that, you're still going to be judged by how many people want your, your art, right? I mean, who's going to hang it on the wall at mm-hmm. one point? How much are they going to pay for your art? Like there's certain numbers you can always find that are, it doesn't even mean you're bad at art. Maybe you're a horrible person at selling art, but it's still going to put a, put a little bit of a measuring stick on what your business is of art. Because again, if you don't make any money doing it, it's a hobby right? And that's great. Have a hobby, do art. Don't give a shit about what people think. If it makes you happy, do it. But if you're looking to see, oh, I'm the best artist there is, well, great. Then the market will speak and people, you won't even be able to make enough paintings, which is why some people sell paintings for millions, right? Some sell them for nothing. And a lot of them look the same. I've seen kids artwork on refrigerators at houses that look very similar to ones that you can't even get at auctions that are selling for, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. We've all seen that and been like, who pays that? but it's because that person built a name and it's such a rare thing that they've done a good job. That's their measuring stick. And so there's a lot of different ways to do it. Wine is measured and wine is an art. Art is measured, it's an art. Every business is measured. Everyone on the stock market certainly is measured. So you know, you're know, you gonna be measured no matter what. So you have to figure out which ones are important to you to achieve your goals, then absolutely take that circle back here to feedback. So you know how you're doing and how you're growing your practice or business. All right, other forms of feedback. Anything else we're missing?
2: Yeah. Maybe not always be motivation about numbers. It's a bit more uh, recognition or inclusion in things or removing obstacles for patient people. Um, sometimes that's more motivating than money goals or tangible goals or things like that. They would just want to be yeah. included or in yep. the know or, or said like, Hey, great job. You kicked butt to just that recognition itself. So I, I respond, I think well to, to motivational type things like Chelsea was talking about, mm-hmm. but some people maybe not so much the other way either.
1: I think, I mean, I don't know many people that don't appreciate being acknowledged, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, they may tell you, and there's a lot of people, I mean, you know, people like moms and things like that, the unsung heroes, and they they do everything all day long without getting recognition. But when it comes down to it, we all like to be thanked. And so I I think it's okay. And I think if you're that person, this kind of goes back to more of a gratitude type thing. But when you think something of somebody like, man, they're really good at that, say it. Like, it's such a cool thing to tell somebody, you're really good at this, right? You run a great business or man, you look fantastic. You're really taking good care of yourself or your business is amazing. Your kids are well-behaved. Your family is so great. Uh, We enjoy having them in the practice all the time. Like, even if it's little like that, that builds people up. People that give acknowledgement that's positive or feedback that's positive, people like to be around, people like to go to that business. So just let people know when you think something anyway on the positive side. Don't always let them know on the negative side. But if you think something good about somebody, let them know, right? Because people love to be recognized as somebody that's doing something special because our world doesn't recognize people. We beat them down. We hate them. We're jealous when they do good. You know, it's all these things that we see on social media. And so be that person that actually is, is like a beacon of light and actually acknowledges people for doing something, even when other people won't, people will really, really respond to you if you do so.
0: That's a good takeaway.
1: (laughs) A good reminder,
0: reminder, I should say. Um, Yeah, I think that- I would like you to
1: say one positive thing about Dr. Brandon right now, as we work through this therapy. I'm smiling. (laughs)
0: Dr. Brandon, well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is he, a lot of
2: awkward silence. She's got a really. Lily
0: really thin... to. I'm just kidding. I don't have anything. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, I Doctor B.
1: So just
0: kidding.
1: All right. <laughs> and that was the day that Brandon and Chelsea's friendship ended. I remember <laughs> it. It was June 1st, 2021. All right, let's put a bow up. What else we got here? So wrap it up. How did? Let's give me something. Take home point. People need giving or taking feedback.
2: I think as I was reading that article the other day, I, I think for me, it's figuring out how people best respond to feedback. So like you said, the football helmet analogy grab you by the face, or is it more, hey, let's sit down and figure out what's the best way that they can learn. If I don't figure that out first, doesn't matter the feedback coming out of my mouth. It may not be receptive to that person and, and provide the help that I was seeking if they just shut it down immediately. So understanding the person you're talking to, what's the best way to receive the feedback? Love it.
0: Yeah, I think asking that's so important. And that was one of my things. I have no problem giving feedback, but I never, I always just ask if people are okay with feedback, like when I'm interviewing them, like how, you know, do you respond okay to feedback, negative or positive? And they always say, yeah, of course. But I never take it the step further to say, like, how do you prefer to receive feedback? Like you were saying, Dr. Jason. Um, And then also, I think something I can improve on and probably everyone listening in some aspect could improve on kind of action steps or the why behind the feedback. So giving people something to work towards after you give them like what they maybe did wrong or what they didn't do as good as they normally could, how can they improve it? So they kind of know where to go from there.
1: Love it, both great points. I'm gonna take it on the other side. We spoke of asking people how they, they like to receive feedback. I would let people know, here's this question. If you're receiving the feedback, it's awesome to say something similar to this. Man, that's great feedback. I really appreciate it. And you may even say, I don't agree with it, but I certainly appreciate it because that's your perception. Uh, what would you like me to do with that feedback? And, and put that back on them. What, what do I do with that feedback? Okay, great. I'm no good at answering the phone. And my phone voice always sounds like I'm angry. Thank you for that feedback. I really appreciate that. How should I improve that? What should I work on? What's our measuring stick? Is there a, a podcast I need to jump on? Is there a, a class I should do? Do you want me to not answer the phone anymore? Like, what am I going to do with this? Because that's where conversations come. So, but if people know like, oh man, they were really responsive. They said, thank you for that feedback, even though it wasn't great. And then they asked how to get better. That's a person that's going to be moving up the ranks because you care about what people are thinking and you want to fix it. So I think that's a cool way to respond to feedback is thanks for that feedback. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I I, I appreciate it. And I want to know how you think I should respond and what I should do to get better on that. That's a cool way to respond. Anyway, I think that's uh, good enough on feedback. What's the name of that book again? Because I know that uh, people may want to be asking that and let's let's fire it off.
2: Uh, It's Unlocking High Performance, How to Use Performance Management to Engage and Empower Employees. It's by Jason uh, Lawrence. Find it on Amazon. I already did myself. Downloaded it on audiobook and I'm going to Dive in, dive in a little more to learn more.
1: I think raving fans is another one to, to log into right now that has some of the same stuff we talked about today as well. That's a little bit on feedback and giving it and taking it and all of that type of stuff. So cool topic. Uh, good to hear from everybody. And uh, again, feedback is appreciated. If there's something you want us to cover or something want us to go over, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, please respond. Please share this podcast with some fellow entrepreneurs that could benefit from the topics to utilize and implement into their business to grow. So if
2: you'd like, leave us some feedback.
1: We would like some feedback as well. Friendly feedback, please. (laughs) And maybe something nice about Brandon because Chelsea just squashed. I know.
0: (laughs) He has really good jokes.
1: There it is. Bad jokes. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you.